Robots Radio presents... Today's chat is brought to you by, well, all of your support. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through Podbean's crowdfunding, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a patron of the FFC, please be sure to visit our website and click on the support link. Even a single dollar helps. And for those of you who are already patrons, thank you again for your generosity. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat. Explore together. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on November 13th, 2020, over on twitch.tv slash Focus Fire Chat, as we continue our discussion. Well, we're going to actually talk about Clovis Bray's journal this time. Um, this particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the advanced session of the week's exploration. So congratulations to all those who signed up for a deeper dive or, you know, not a dive about the new expansion. Um <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Before we get any further, however, let's just run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86. And it is officially Stupid O'Clock, people, green-eyed music lover. Blink splat! This is a sweet entrance hey, as Orchid uh, with the blink splat. Blink splat! <laughs> with the, with, yeah. Stupid transmat. <laughs> She's a little salty that her transmat's broken, guys. She's been talking about it for the last two hours. Two hours. <laughs> been That's here. That's I have. Oh, man. I mean, like, Crucible's broken right now with Stasis, but you know yeah, what? But, the but thing really, I'm most the important about thing that's broken. Transmat effect. <laughs> it's the transmat. Transmat effect is the thing that's upset me the most. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, just a quick reminder at the top of the show, uh, please let us know if there's anything on the lorenetwork.com that we can do to make it a more useful site to you. We do our weekly lore roundups uh, for both podcasts and YouTubes over there. If you're not already subscribed to the website, please, please do so. We kind of collect all the different content that we have from the various members of the lore network and put it all in one easy to read easy to digest area um, and then also just a general reminder if you haven't already we would love it if you could leave us a review over on itunes uh, a rating and a review help us immensely to help us kind of get better at what we do kind of yeah try to get better um also if you are feeling generous with your time i know green would really appreciate you to do the uh destiny lore audio file uh, leave a review and rating mm-hmm. over there on that as well um so for this session just kind of jump right into it for this session uh we were going to talk originally about the family and then the vex but because we spent the intro session uh discussing the changes in beyond light which i think was a really i think it was a good idea i think that that was we had a lot to say on that um I think this session we'll spend talking about the family because the Clovis Bray family is an extremely important aspect, obviously, of Clovis Bray's journal. Um, And then we'll just move the Vex discussion to next week uh, because we were going to plan on talking about the Exos next week. So the Vex and Exos, I think, would be a very good back-to-back conversation piece. Um, Green Orchid, does that sound like a, a good plan? Yeah, I know, I know, Orchid, we had talked about putting Vex, talking about the Vex before the, the Exos. 
Yeah, it's. I think you need to know about. I think the Vex before you know about the EXO. <laughs> to make sure that bit. everything's clear. You. You cannot pull references from in between episodes. In the I just episode love how annoyed before. Green gets when I do this. She's just like, you can't no do one that. In the podcast, listening will know what you're talking about and why Orchid and I are so upset about it. Yeah. <sighs> So you can't see my face right now, but I look annoyed at you, Blue. Awesome. All right. So cocktail knowledge of Clovis Bray family. Um, most people who have played Destiny for longer than just this DLC will recognize the name Clovis Bray. Um, basically, they are a family of infamous renown, the members of which were multiple members, uh, but were pretty much through the family's progenitor heavily involved in many of the cutting edge developments that took place during the golden age of humanity. Um, so when we talk about the Clovis Bray family, what we're actually talking about is Clovis Bray Sr., which is the the very first big name, uh, his son, Clovis Bray II or Clovis Bray Jr., and then Clovis Bray Jr.'s children, Alton Bray Elizabeth Bray, Anastasia Bray, and Wilhelmia Bray, uh, so that they are also named Elsie, Anna, and Willa. Um, so they, and all of these individuals were involved in some way or fashion with the Clovis Bray Company, which is an important distinction because there is the Clovis Bray family, and then there's the Clovis Bray Company, and they're both called Clovis Bray, which kind of can get a little confusing. Um, for the sake of this particular session, I think probably the best way to separate the two is talk about Clovis Bray as a company by using Bray Tech as the company name. And then whenever we say Clovis Bray, we're actually talking about one of the family members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corporation that wants to eat your grandchildren. You're not, you know, chat's not wrong on that one. Not wrong on that one. Um <laughs> A really important thing, so so the Clovis Bray Journal, uh, we have it up on the live stream. Um, the Clovis Bray Journal was a actual journal that was included in the collector's edition of Beyond Light. Um, it actually is the personal journal from Clovis Bray the first, uh, detailing his thoughts and some of his actions during the period of time in which Europa was seemingly first getting established um mm-hmm. it also does clarify a bit of the timeline it establishes that the events of k1 on the moon did not happen immediately prior to the collapse as it kind of felt like um because there is a call out that the events of k1 actually spurred the movement to europa now there's some potential for different translations on how that goes about happening um, but we do know uh, the feeling that I kind of got when I was reading it is that there was a bit of a time gap between those two events. Um, I, than- I would say another note as far as timeline is that the because the exoscience research is primarily done on Europa, we find out the facility on Mars where the Clovis Bray facility where we were during Warmind would not have been at least Correct. I don't think it would have been as developed it will, mm-hmm. yeah. I think the mind lab would have just started to become constructed because 
in the early one of the early letters that he penned to Anna, he called out that she was still in a rudimentary stage of Rasputin's development. Or the other thing that could have happened is that the the one was built on Mars first and it was just the failed research. And it wasn't until they got to, because remember, we're going to talk about this a little bit as we get into the journal, but Clovis Bray too, how he dies mm-hmm. is part of the research into exos. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, so like, yeah, the way I kind of took it was like the groundwork of the facility was built, but like the, the mind lab that we see today, or well, we saw before it was vanished, um, that particular structure was not as expansive as it was because Rasputin was still being developed, I think would be the best way of saying that. I don't know. Um, The other big thing with Clovis that I kind of feel like needs to be called out with the cocktail knowledge is this concept of the Clovis curse. Um, So this is kind of a Oedipal complex on their part. Um, He through trying well it's more of a self-fulfilling prophecy which you know whatever um basically clovis bray senior is obsessed with becoming a becoming this thing called the luca uh which we'll get into in a little bit but because of this obsession that he has he goes out and he actually manipulates the genetics of his son while his son is still in the womb being developed um, this manipulation arguably is the, one of the catalysts that results in a neurodegenerative disorder, uh, which will be later kind of described as the fatal prion insomnia. Um, and it, it's not, it's not good. Um, basically what happens is fatal prion insomnia is a really bad set of events that starts with insomnia and anyone who knows anything about insomnia knows that this is probably not going to end well uh, because as you get more extreme cases of insomnia your brain literally starts eating itself and you will start going through um, different basically different levels of dementia Um, this is kind of what happens with uh, Clovis Bray Jr. Uh, and actually ends up resulting in Clovis Bray Jr.'s death. And it's not a pretty death. I guess this is probably also a good time that even though to to say that even though Destiny is T for teen, um, a lot of the content that is t- that is covered within Clovis Bray's journal and within some of the lore books is not T for teen. Um, no. It is it. And, and the way and and I appreciate it because it, it kind of puts gravitas to the story of Destiny. Um, I think that, but I think that it also does need to get called out that this is not, this is probably one of the darker, darker stories that we've this seen. This is the darkest, I think, honestly. Mm, I, I, the only reason I hesitate is like the Hive have a lot of darkness in there. But the high of darkness is different because I think that lends itself to it being rather alien and separate because th- that is their own sword logic and their way of doing things. But this is, I think this is darker because they're human. You can relate an empathetic character yeah. or a human and it's, you don't necessarily know what it's like to live the life of a hive. Right. But when you have a human doing these terrible acts, it's a lot more real and a lot more, I don't know, 
I, I think it's a lot I more guess... horrific to see a human doing these rather than seeing a hive knight or, you know. Well, and I'm I'm thinking them. about the xenocide that the hive performed in the crusades towards their sword logic. Like they I don't know, like there it was not spelled out as in much detail as the Clovis Bray story has been. I will give you that. Um, but the implications, I would argue, that the Hive far surpass anything that Clovis has ever done, um, just simply because of the the way that the Hive advanced their knowledge through things required significant sacrificing on a level that Clovis might have one day achieved if he had been given the same you know playing level. But uh, mm-hmm. it's just it's not as called out as it is in the journal and within um especially some of the the lore books that we've gotten um the other to kind of go back to the clovis curse the other really important thing here is that it is confirmed to have been passed on to elizabeth or elsie um this is a very big point within the journal because this is actually the driving factor that that gets elsie back I wouldn't say under the wing of Clovis, but gets it's the catalyst which makes her come back into the fold a bit. Um, not that she's not that she stops her being her own self, as we might get into, especially later in the book. Uh, there's a really sad section where she kind of has a disagreement, and Clovis puts her down literally. Um, so there's there's a couple things there that Elsie still has. She still is definitely her own person, but because she is a, an inheritor of this Clovis curse, she does have this kind of ticking time bomb that she has to contend with, and that is prompting her to be a little bit more open to Clovis's influence than her siblings are. Well, there's also... Something that she says during a mission that you haven't played and don't plan on playing because you don't want to actually play stasis yeah, to get true. to that, that scene. Spoiler alert. I'm not actually going to say what it is, but hmm. needless to say, Blue won't actually ever learn what it is either. Yeah. No. Hmm. You got to play the game, Blue. Nah, I'll just read about it. <laughs> Apparently that spoils it for people too, so... So... Elsie has the Clovis curse. Mm-hmm. Um, Willa Bray, is, who is also a, a half biological sister of Elsie, would you consider it half? How did that no, work? Did no, because, decide yeah, we decided. So in the journal, what is what's called out is Clovis Sr. manipulated Clovis Jr.'s genome. Uh, the way that he did this was he, re- he removed. Um, oh, let me see here real quick. I have this. Uh, so what he did was this was all kind of in connection to this, this really big obsession with the concept of being the Luca. Um, and so what he did was he went in and he replaced his son's mitochondrial DNA with his own, because usually this DNA is from the maternal side. Um, and it was because he did this, uh, and this was all stemmed from a desire to know that he was his his son's cellular engines, uh, powering his existence completely. He wanted it only to be him that was in his son. Uh, mm-hmm. And because of that, basically what happened was he created this 
this situation that if he had just left it alone, then it probably wouldn't have ended exactly as badly as it did. But then what he also did was after Bray Jr. was born, he continued to experiment on him. Uh, and he, at a, at one point, actually through experimentation, managed to get Bray Jr. to a point where he did not require or where he, his body did not desire sleep. So he achieved a state of sleeplessness. But when that was done, that in combination with the the develop the uh, the genetic manipulation, it basically resulted in a disease that Bray Senior identified as fatal prion insomnia. Um, this was something that was so degenerative that it was it, it basically required a really drastic measure to quote unquote cure, which is basically Bray recognizing that he effed up and wanting to fix it. So in order to fix the problem, he uploaded his own son into a prototype exobody, uh, which was another experiment that he was doing um, to become the Luca. And this experiment, this resulted in a absolutely catastrophic failure um, because of a multitude of problems. Uh, but basically, the result was that the uploaded version of his son literally tore itself apart on the operating table in front of him um, and killed himself uh, through the basically the he, he basically had a, psychi- a psychiatric break. And in this, the throes of this, uh, not only were there hardware issues, but the software not recognizing what was going on, he basically committed suicide by ripping himself apart. Um, and apparently it was a very traumatic event. Um, and to make things worse, Clovis didn't hide this from his grandchildren. Um, so he, I, I, it's not ever called out. Um, I kind of get the sense that they knew the full details of what was going to happen. Um, or they had the full details of what happened. Uh, Willa goes as far as to insult him uh, with a really poorly phrased Greek term, uh, Megalos Krios Pateras, uh, which is basically, it. the best translation is Big Cold Father, um, because he takes an approach during the funeral of Clovis Jr., uh, he has no emotion. He doesn't. He basically doesn't show any emotion towards the death of his son. That a large percentage or a large percentage of it really was his fault. Um, ultimately, a lot of the bad stuff that happens to Clovis, I find it really hard not to put back on Clovis as the cause for that. Uh, and again, kind of a self fulfilling prophecy with his obsession with becoming uh, the Luca, which is this concept of the last universal common ancestor. Um, I don't know. Do you want us to get into that or green? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't feel like we super have to. Um, I can, I can really quick just run through uh, the Luca is, is exact. It's, it's an acronym for last universal common ancestor. 
Um, basically, what it is is the idea of it's the the most recent common ancestor of all living thing. Uh, the way that Bray explains it is for Earth life, it is a single cell that lived in the deep ocean billions of years ago, flourishing in the warmth of magma or sulfur sulfur vents. It was not the first life on Earth, but it was the only life whose descendants survived to the present. All its contemporaries have been extinguished by the passage of epochs or epochs. Um, really quick, it's really similar to the preaching that Tolan gives us in Ghost Fragment Darkness 3. Uh, with the the war between the soup and the the atom, um, but Clovis is obsessed with becoming the Luca for human thought, uh, which is where his concept of the exos really stem from. Because he is, yeah, Chad is talking about this. He's literally Waylon from the Alien series. He is obsessed with bettering and becoming an immortal person through the use of any means necessary. And that literally means any means necessary. He will sacrifice anything to make sure that he achieves uh, immortality. Uh, another comparison that we've seen with regards to Clovis is to Sisyphus. Uh, it is a very well-fitting comparison because he is trying to tackle multiple Sisyphean tasks that really aren't meant to be accomplished like that's that's just kind of the thing um this kind of feeds into this kind of neurotic obsession with alchemy uh that we see within the journal for clovis uh i i kind of read his obsession with alchemy as really a, a deference of the responsibility of his son's death because he argues that the reason why bray jr died was because they did not have an a an item called that he refers to as alkahest um alkahest is a is a concept that is pretty prevalent in a lot of alchemical con or alchemical texts um he misuses the use of alkahest which i think is interesting um alkahest is actually a hypothetical universal solvent that was believed to be able to dissolve every other substance including gold um and it was kind of a paradoxical concept because one of the arguments against the existence of Alkahest was like, if it can dissolve anything, then how did we contain it? Um, one of the explanations from a, a thinker who went by the name of Philolethes, uh, basically he came up with this idea that Alkahest was only be able to be contained in a vessel made of pure elements, which is the concept of lead, which is where a lot of these alchemical ideas of lead being this con this ultimate container kind of stem from. Um, the idea that Clovis is obsessed with when he refers to Alkahest is actually more akin to the idea of, a, of Azoth. Uh, Azoth was a another hypothetical element or hypothetical solvent uh, that was actually the aim, goal, and vision of many of the alchemical works. Um, it's symbolized by the use of caduceus, uh, which is the the snake that actually very similar to the logo that you see on live stream and the logo on the cover of the Clovis Bray's journal. Um, it was believed to be the essential agent in transformation in alchemy. Um, it is the name given by ancient alchemists to mercury, 
uh, which was also believed to be the animating spirit hidden in all matter that makes transmutation transmutation possible. Um, so, like Azoth is actually when he says Alkahest in his journal, he's actually talking about the idea of Azoth, not the actual. It's it's a bit confusing, um, or I was confused by it because every time I read Alkahest, I was like, that's not what that does. Azoth is the transmutation, not the Alkahest, but. Um, Ultimately, he blames a lot of his failures on the lack of having this magic ingredient, which brings us to Europa. Um, and I'm going to let Green or Orchid kind of take off on that one. Or do you want to take an ad break real quick and then we can jump into Europa? Let's do that real quick before okay. we do that. Just a nice little break between the switch there. Mm-hmm. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of 2, and is a complete wasteland dead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Fallout 76 podcast rated R now streaming on your hollow tape player podcasty thing. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about Europa and its connection to Alkahest and Clovis Bray. Well, we kind of have to talk about K1 a little bit if we're going to talk about Europa, because the whole reason Clovis Bray ends up on Europa is because of the anomaly back in the K1 project site that was mm-hmm. transferred to the Crucible map. Yep. Yeah. So throughout the journal, there's mentions of these visions that Clovis Bray has. And it is a connection with his clarity or Claire or whatever he's going to call it on whatever day. But uh, he has these visions. And in the visions, he he believes he's been told that he will find the answer to this problem, the answer to immortality, essentially how to live forever. And it is with the help of whatever he was going to find on Europa. He was led to Europa and the clarity. Do we know the statue is that we know that it is related to darkness and related to Mm -hmm. stasis? I I have not seen anything, and uh, granted, I have not played. I'm, I'm in the process of playing through the campaign right now. Um, 
in the books that I've read and the content that I've read so far, I have not seen a call out to describing what clarity actually is. The closest that we know is that it is a physical item because there is an there is a specific room set up that's referred to as clarity control. Um, and then the way that it's interacted to create the alkahest, um, it requires it to be a physical item because it requires exposure to clarity. Um, but I have not gotten a description of what clarity is. At least not at least not in the same way that we got the description of like the K one amorphous ball right so they land on europa europa is an incredibly hostile environment not only from the frigid temperatures but also the radiation it says that in it was pretty early on that you would basically live for 24 hours or 48 hours maximum with exposure but he goes there with a small team and they start to set up this colony there which consists of the Various areas that we see, primarily starting with like the the bunks, right? Like that, uh, what was the location called? I don't have it pulled up right now either. Orchid, do you know what it was called? Um, no, I have no idea. <laughs> Basically, the top left of the map before you go into like the specialty areas, but the Eventide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Evan. That's uh, close destiny. So, um, it's uh, oh God, I just blanked Evan on Tide it. Evan Tide ruins. Evan Tide, yeah. Evan Tide yeah. was the living quarters, basically for all of it. For all of Clovis Bray, mm-hmm. yeah. But they started developing these experiments out there. He found her. <laughs> found clarity. He found. I mean, oh my gosh, Chat was making a a silly by saying uh, Luca and Clarity, clarity sitting in a tree. <laughs> Not far from the truth in some ways. Nope. But once Clovis Bray starts experimenting out there, he just really kind of gets the feeling and discovers that he's going to need help from one of the granddaughters. And he writes letters to all three of them. He writes letters to Anna, Willa, and Elsie. But he only sends the one to Elsie. He never pushed send on Anna or Willa. They're very different tones in all three of those letters, but Elsie was definitely the most straightforward and almost guilt-tripping, but it was also the shortest. Yeah, and I think, to me, that's because, at least the way I was reading it, is Elsie was also the one that he had the most dirt on. He he had Ma- he had the, the most leverage to manipulate over. Yes. Absolutely, considering that she was, she has the same or had the same neurological disease that her father had. It just wasn't in later stages of it. It hadn't started setting in. And he basically bribes her to come out there because he promises to help her try to fix it. And I mean, like Willa, he calls out, this is where we get the idea that we get the sense that Willa in like basically called him to the, to the line on over her father's it almost feels like it was over the casket of her dad like it it, it's the kind of the picture that i get um and uh then anna is like he kind of he's like he doesn't have anything on anna like that's the feeling that i get is like he's like you should stop playing with the war like i mean i don't know like i I, that what's that I said there's a bit more of a reason for that because he doesn't seem to have as much connection to Anna. He right. he thinks Rasputin is kind of a waste of time. Yes. The par- paranoid machine. 
Yes. Like he, he has very little connection I feel with Anna and that may also be based on the genetics of Anna herself mm-hmm. compared to his, but the, I don't know. I mean, the other two don't even know where Elsie goes. This is when Elsie disappears after Mars. Which, I mean, that speaks volumes too, is they, like, is, this family is the stereotypical, like, political wealthy family that you always see in the movies that, like, all the secrets are, you know, they all have different machinations running against each other, it feels like. Um, the funny The funny thing that I did find about this is, like, Alton is largely left out of the entire thing. Like, mm-hmm. Alton is actually not included, like, at all. Like, there's a there's a comment about Alton in the beginning, and then, obvi- and then obviously it focuses down on Elsie near the end. But during this entire stage right here, he doesn't really, like, there's no mention of Alton at all, which I, I found, I found that kind of intriguing. I, I don't even know how to interpret that like why he would just ignore him i yeah that's what that's why i kind of find it intriguing as well is because i'm like i don't i i have no idea why because he calls out um what was it uh he calls out that alton has of the four grandkids alton would be the closest to his father because he is a male and that's when that's when we get the what I refer to as Clovis Bray's translation of women are weird, because that's when he starts talking about like the the genetics of the female genome, I think, is when that was taking place. And, Not like, going to lie. I wanted to chuck the book when I got to that point. I I, I had I, to stop reading for a second because I, I was, actually got mad when I read that. I did, too. I, I was so I was like. I, I've just like I was really all I could see was like him basically being like women are weird and we don't understand them and I was like this is true women are weird and we don't understand them moving on like that's it that's like so, it does not come across that way like, right it no is, that yeah it is an egotistical man being very oh, I definitely yes I will definitely agree that that is that is the sense that you get as you read through this. Can we go back to the three letters for a second that he yes. wrote um, to his granddaughter? So, like, I, I, while you were talking, I, I kind of re-skimmed them again. And they read to me as though, because he wrote them in this order, I'm assuming, um, that he just kind of gave up and used all of his spoons in, like, the first two letters. <laughs> That's fair. Honestly, I think I can I can read that too. I know. Actually, well, I, I can. I, I can it see read that. to me as though he's like I I used all these really good words. They were they were the best words. I, you see who I am comparing. Yeah. To. Even even like you saying that and then scrolling through them in order, you could see that. Like. Yeah, I see that. I <laughs> I feel like he spent hours on the first one, and he's using. Like the myth of the alpha wolf, and he spent so much time going through it. And you know, that you called me this word in Greek, a very poor Greek, on the day of my son's funeral. And which is you know, such a dick move. It's like, such, that is, oh my it's, god, it's straight up, to... it's straight up BS, and I don't like it. Um, and then the second one, I'm just like, wow, you, wow, 
I mean, you're right. It, he has, it feels like he doesn't have a connection with her, but at the same time, um, you don't put down the project that she obviously has like a strong tie to, mm-hmm. to try to get her to stop having a tie to it. That's, that's the wrong way to get but someone to do don't a thing. You, don't, you, don't you realize that's, that's, that's what he, I mean, it's all about him. I know it is all about him. That's why. But I think he used all of his spoons in the first two letters. And so in the third one, he's just like, just freaking come to Europa, man. Like, I'm tired. These two letters that I wrote to your sisters are really hard. I really need you to just come do the thing. There are only six sentences in Elsie's letter. Yeah. Do the thing, Elsie. I need you. Basically. Basically. It also took me as like that she would be the easiest to convince because she probably was the most curious as well. She also was the only one that had a threat hanging over her head, too. Exactly. And I actually find it interesting, too, because he does not mention that in this letter. No, he doesn't. He does not mention that until she sends back a letter telling him basically to stuff it. And then then that's when he pulls that card. Yeah. I did did find that rather intriguing is like he tried to use his whatever like he basically tried to order her to do something and then when it, she kind of was like mm, no then he was like well yeah. we know you're gonna die so this is well, your only it's hope not even no you're going to die he starts describing in painful detail exactly right. how, how she she's would going to, yeah. Right. yeah exactly what a jerk mm-hmm. and i want to punch his face and i can't well, you- reach over the counter nope I mean, that's an option. We know mm-hmm. where he is. Can't. I like him too much. <laughs> hate you, Bungie. Hate you, Bungie. It's so, it's so, like, I loved that transition so piece. Angry. That so transition, angry. I mean, right. But, I mean, the way it was explained was, like, yeah. I was, like, I actually, like, because for as much as, you know, excuse me, but for as much as an as he is here and he is a major major one mm-hmm. here the result the the conversation that he and elsie have when that transformation happens you can this is me like I, I i don't know if you guys got this if you've already read it or not but it felt like he actually because he had pur- purged himself of these memories he actually was the person that he was right putting himself out to be in here that's the reason that's the reason why he purged those memories correct which was he killed himself in order to become a better human so and actually was not a human i want to actually say the name because we haven't said who it was we've just Just been just say so yeah so basically clovis is banshee no banshee or banshee is is the best parts of clovis mind what wipe version of Clovis, which is partially probably why he has such memory problems. Yes. Because well, he also is literally on his forty fourth wipe. Because mm-hmm, right. he was Banshee forty three. Well, he was Clovis forty three, and then he took the he took the name Banshee because that was the nickname that the uh, I think the other exos on the the part the the area had given him jay do you have the card so people can oh, see that 
Yeah, here. That might be important. It's an actual card, guys. They describe it in great detail. It's it's one of the best. It's one of the banshees. Mm -hmm. And they reveal cards ever. I love it. That Elsie actually gave him his name as Banshee. Yep, mm-hmm. it's uh, Recovered Memory Clovis 43. Hang on real quick. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll throw this over here in live stream so that you guys can read it too. It's super cool. Remember I talked about how there's gut-wrenching moments? Oh my God, this, mm-hmm. is, the writing? this is one of them. This oh is God, one of them. It was so, so good. Yeah, it is a redeeming story for Clovis in some way, but it took a lot of also, the fact that their AI, their central AI for Europa is a literal giant head is just hilarious to me. Like it's a it's a giant exo head. Like that's what their central AI is housed in. Uh, this one I'm not sure. It's in Legacy's Lament. Uh, when you get the Lament exotic weapon, you'll also notice there is a callout to banshee that is because the lament sword is the preferred weapon of banshee and of clovis 43 uh he actually left that to himself before he became banshee 44 uh with the instruction to keep a hold of it is there a sword hanging in banshee's office that we can get to i have not checked but i would i would hope that if they I'm, i'm kind of hoping that when we do get lament that it will be through that area. The same place that we got um was the heavy bow. Leviathan's bow. Leviathan's or bow. Leviathan's, I yeah. think that I think that would be breath. really cool if mm-hmm. we got uh, if we got lament from Banshee's rooms or Banshee's chambers. Be- mm-hmm. Just simply because the lore itself speaks to how he left it specifically for himself. Um But um, like so like the heart-wrenching part here is this part where he's like he he's basically he's talking to Elsie and he's already like the exo frame of Clovis 43 has already wiped the memories. Um, he's already gotten all the memories of Clovis Bray from him, but he's talking to Elsie and he's saying that he wants basically to wipe even more like he he's talking about how with Elsie they had added. So this is the really disturbing thing. Elsie has had over 800 wipes. Um, he, he talks about how they added Banks E1 through 815 to the current imprint to bring all her memories back. Um, and so he also then goes further and says, you know, I caused that. Um, he says that Elsie finally gets a grandfather worth her time, and now I'm about to get a fresh reboot. She, re- she deserves to know why. And so he's basically wiping himself as punishment for all the sins of his, his past self, and then goes on and, you know, Elsie is trying to talk him out of it because basically when this happens, she, she's going to lose him. And she says that he doesn't, she says that he is not the Clovis Bray. To which he responds, I will always be the ghost of him, no matter how hard we try to ignore it. And you, you deserve to be free from that person. Um, and then that's when he gives Elsie the journal for Clovis Bray. Um, and he says, lock it away. Or it's it's his journal, yours if you want it. Lock it away if you don't. It's mostly encrypted anyway. I read a bit. The kind of person I was, fear-driven, obsessed with legacy. I won't become that, not again. It's time for you and your siblings to rebuild the Bray legacy the right way, or tear the whole damn thing down. 
Um, Fun fact real quick before you go on. Mm-hmm. That journal is the journal that we are trying to help Elsie unlock in game now with the skeleton key. Ah, okay. That makes a lot of sense then. Um, and then this is the part that like gut punched me was he says, I don't really know how to say goodbye, but she does. She pulls me in for the first hug I've ever had. Holds me tight. We share the moment, a reverie of what could have been. A passing glance through the looking glass. Wish I could shed a tear right now. Doesn't matter. I feel it anyway. She does it too. And this is where we get the translation of the names. He says, do me a favor. That nickname the other exos gave me. Add it to my imprint with my number. And she laughs. It's good to hear it one more time. You really like it, don't you? It's growing on me. Okay then, Banshee. I step into the pod. Doors close. I give her a little wave. Let's see what 44 has in store. Oh, that kills me. Right? Oh, God, my heart hurts so bad right now. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, I am so happy with how they concluded that story. There's a lot mm-hmm. of ways they could have gone with it, but like, it, it, it drives home this concept of redemption for everyone, I think. You know what's intense is this is the exact same process they did with Aldrin, but in reverse. Aldrin yeah. was a character that pretty much everyone despised. Mm-hmm. initially but now with this season and with this expansion we're gonna have to learn how to actually work with him and osiris Where, oh man osiris has very colorful words for that too oh yeah i but love it i love it clovis we knew banshee first yep and we began to love banshee because banshee is the lovable can't finish one auto rifle mm-hmm Vinder still thinks Kate is alive. Oh, God. There's some crazy theories tied to that one. Let me tell you. Oh, God. I know. Um, Banshee's connection to Kate. But, um, yeah. So Banshee going to Clovis. Yeah. This also puts the context on his quotes about remembering a strange woman and her flashing eyes. Oh. That's Elsie. He's remembering Elsie. That's super sweet and really sad. Yep. That's that's what that's the part that was like I was like I I I appreciate a good redemption. Like when especially a redemption where it's like this is the epitome of a person who who arguably doesn't deserve redemption. Like the things that Clovis does in just in the journal, not even talking about, you know, the uh the the um the experiment logs that we have access to, which they're those are really immature. Some of the some of the implied events that happen there, graphic, um, very graphic. But oh he's my. involved. He, I mean, he's hands on in all of them. Like he is hands on in every single thing that goes on. And you know, he's very, very, very megalomaniac, very narcissistic about the reason why they are doing it is because he wants to become immortal. He wants to become the Luca. He wants to become, you know, fill in the blank. Um, that is a person who arguably is a villain in his own right. And it, it like when you see him transform into this sub into this character that we see here, it's just I don't know. It, it's it's again injecting that hope that sets destiny apart as far as a game story goes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you want to talk about the emotional gut wrenching that EXO players must be feeling. <laughs> yeah. 
Go for it, Blue. Um, really quick before we do that, let's take another quick ad break just to kind of break it up, uh, and we'll get right back into it and let you talk about the the gut-wrenching EXO experience. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are dragon breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go, and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening, and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel. Oh my god! So guts, exos don't have those. How can they be wrenched? Uh, Or maybe that is because they don't. I guess a wrench would be useful for a machine. Oh my gosh! You would need (laughs) one if you were going to wrench guts in an exo. This is true. Your dad jokes are terrible. (laughs) Need Elmas here to give you a better. Seriously, he's way better at dad jokes than you are. I wasn't even. Yeah, I was just thinking out loud. But anyways, continue. <laughs> no, it's just interesting because the amount of the amount of people that he goes through for the EXO project, the amount of people he goes through in general, not even just for the EXO project, is he has no, he doesn't see them as human. He doesn't see them as other people, as people who have families and lives. He, They are just lab rats. Right, which puts the darker tone on the whole Mars situation that everyone kind of was like, Oh, well maybe it's not that. No, it is. It is exactly what everyone was afraid when they were talking about come to Mars and there's no limitations on what you can do. Like we don't, we don't believe in moral, you know, limitations of stuff. Yep. That's exactly as bad as you thought it was. I mean, I know Cole wants to, Cole's always kind of felt iffy about him in general. But when I told her that Banshee was it, she can't, she has a hard time going over it. Like she's having visceral reactions <laughs> to having to walk over and get mods. Well, really? Yeah. It's weird. Just I mean, to, be, to be fair, it's, it's the same. I mean, like you had said with Aldrin, it's the same thing. It's a, it's an opposite version of it. Right. But, yeah. but I mean, it's not, there's an argument to be made that it isn't who that is like that's not who banshee is banshee is banshee right i was saying it's the opposite in how they presented the order like make you like him first but then give you the gut wrench with aldrin you disliked him first and now we're going to try to move to liking him that's that's the only thing with the opposite aspect but i could not imagine going through the exo experience because exos also have their entire memory bank saved in a location on your technically technically all of the braids do as well well Mm -hmm. three of the braids that we know of so far that i can think of so far clovis clovis jr oh yeah clovis jr he has although did clovis jr's brain scan go well we don't know (laughs) it was a prototype of the scan so arguably no um but we do know that it, it was scanned. It is in the database somewhere. Because um, he, he calls, I think he calls that out uh, after the failure. I think it was one of the first things he was talking about in the book. He says that he has it on record. Mm-hmm. 
But the he reason also why did, the idea or, of having the brain scan is important is because to have a more complete brain scan, you actually have to destroy the brain in the process. Correct. Which is why Clovis has been so hesitant to try any of the exo experiments himself. Of course. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? I mean, that's like, never mind. If you wanted to, if you I'm were so egotistical not, to want to be the first. Just, mm-hmm. I'm just, there's so many comments I can make that, I, that would get me in so much trouble. Um, but yes, that is, he, he doesn't want to be the, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't want to be the first. He just wants to be the, the last because that was, again, the Luca. He's the most recent. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the first. He calls it out, too. The Luca is not the first. It's just the one that lasts the longest. It's the da-da-da final shape. Or I guess it's the catalyst that cre- that allows the forever. creation. Mm-hmm. It's the catalyst that allows for the final shape to be created because the final shape is a reflection of it. It's yeah. a cheat into the final shape. Yes. Wait, you As, mean... Yeah. At, least according to, at least according to sword logic, right? Right. God, you don't earn it through. Oh my gosh, I just that stupid Faustian bargain. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to find the the piece about it. But yeah, like he. Um, I I swear he also has like. Do you want to talk about his his pride of how he refuses to let death claim him through the use of pigs? We have a biologist like person. Do we? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, is that me? I'm going to tell so. you something right now. I am not good at biology. <laughs> I'm good at trees. <laughs> okay. I tried. <laughs> Dirt. You're more science. You are more into science than I am. What is your specific question? I will try to answer it. I don't know if there's a specific question so much as the, ew, he's farming his organs through pigs that and then eating them do. for pork that- chops. I mean, that is a thing that we do, right? You, we, Yeah, you can grow body parts in pigs. That's a thing we already do. Like we grow reason, ears can you, on. Can rats. you explain why? Can you explain why though, Orchid? Why um, do we? Why do we, we do don't it in have pigs? Enough humans that are willing to donate their own well, organs. That, yes, but why? Why pigs? <laughs> that other than that obvious oh, answer. Oh, pigs are the closest genetically to humans than any other animal. Correct. You know, you're all fun, filthy pigs, guys. You no, know, you know also, a fun, fun trivia fact about that. Oh, um, oh, can't you can. Um, Pigs can, you can put a human baby into a pig and then yes. like bring it to term. That is correct as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the nickname, was that not the fun fact? That was not the fun it? trivia fact. Oh. The nickname that uh, a lot of islanders who are ca- also known for cannibalism have for humans is long pig. Oh. Because human human flesh apparently is very similar to the taste of pork. It is. It smells like pork when you cook it. Um, I know that because um, <laughs> I love. I love what? the. I love the immediate. Um, I know that because. <laughs> what do I need to? Okay, let me get into this. I know that because Chad, Chad's already orchid. What? <laughs> <laughs> now she's fired. <laughs> no, because now she'll eat us. <laughs> She doesn't guys, know where we live. I, We're safe. Guys, I'm Jewish. I don't eat pork. Okay. <laughs> I keep kosher. If you did not know that, I do not eat pork. Fun fact is a fact. Nor do I eat meat and cheese together at the same time. Nor do I eat shellfish. So 
question. Yeah. Would Clovis's name be considered a pun to the fact that pigs are cloven foot? That would be hilarious. Uh, we should keep that as a pun. <laughs> I like how dancing has decided that this clears you from the threat of cannibalism. <laughs> She's clearly not a cannibal because she is kosher. (laughs) Oh Oh my god, God. that's so gross. Uh... (laughs) No, there was a guy in Portland who lived near um lived near my mom's house that like that killed somebody and like cooked them in a in like an oil barrel and everyone's like he's making barbecue. Oh yeah. This is like years ago, but it was like a human. Yeah, there's, and I guess it all it smelled like pork. Mm-hmm. That's true because no. there's also lots of times when people disappear and they find yeah. out that there's a barbecue going yeah. on. Uh-huh. Also, why you don't? That's why you also don't trust anybody with a pig farm. Yeah, because pigs because will, eat pigs will anything. eat anything. The they will eat everything and any except for the shoes. Anything. Yeah, they'll eat the bones. Donate the shoes to charity so people keep their feet warm. Murder shoes. Murder shoes. I love the look on your face, screen. It gives me such. I know. I, I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm tempted to continue going down the so trivia path here right because green is green's <laughs> reactions. But mosh, mosh pot, mosh pat was gonna make pork chops tomorrow. I mean, you can make pork chops. Just make sure they're actually <laughs> pork chops. Anyways, <laughs> you guys are. <laughs> Oh God! Dancing does like the fact that, in a way, Clovis did eat himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he on did. that note, he consumed himself because he knew that that was the only way to become immortal. I, I don't became, want to go into the religious implications he of that. Became an Ouroboros. Um, yeah, that's what you meant, right, Green? That's what I meant. <laughs> Shoutouts. <laughs> <laughs> Or alchemy. farmers out there. Oh my god! Keep doing what you do. Keep yeah. Please, please don't come find me. I that's hate actually all of you. that's actually that was actually like the driving storyline behind the majority of the Hannibal series. I love Hannibal so much. That was that was a huge component of it. Was the pig it was farms like all of season three? Wasn't it or was it season? I don't. Two? I haven't watched the TV. I've only read the the books. Like in the books, it's a huge aspect of it. Is it's the pig so farm. E- have to watch it blue i i will i put it, it on is my list artistic and beautiful and <laughs> mads mickelson is like a gift to humanity <laughs> he was i actually just watched something polar i watched polar he was really good at oh, that those too are so pretty to green how about those shouts? <laughs> she's giving up i i feel like our job is complete when we I'll get we get to the point <laughs> when we get to this point my job here is done <laughs> I just, I don't watch horror movies. I don't read very much horror. It's. There's a reason I, there's a reason I majored in psychology with a special focus on thanatology. Glad some people can do that. I'm just not one of them. Mm -hmm. I I mean, to, in all honesty and in, in full seriousness, it, it does take some strong stomachs to to read about some of the the stuff like it it really is actually all jokes aside it is disturbing um i mean yeah it is 
But that's where Gallows humor saves funny. you. That's where Gallows it humor is, saves you. Yeah. It is also funny. But um, shout out to you guys for having strong stomachs. And shout out to me for having ate long enough ago that my stomach stayed in place. Yeah. I'm really proud of you, Green. You made it this far. I had last week as a warm up, so it's fine. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a me, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, know, shout out, shout out, shout out to Green for putting up with our Like, just honestly, like, I'm just gonna say it. Like, you don't understand how much random we subject her to throughout the week. Or at least I yeah. subject her to. I'm pretty sure Orchid does too, but like... I'm pretty quiet, I don't know about you. Lately, well, just because I've been... been, but before, I was getting all sorts of stuff from you. Oh, it's just because I've been sick. Like, just wait until I'm not sick anymore. <laughs> There's a off. light at the I end of the tunnel. I'm going to double down. <laughs> oh, God. I won't be able to open my phone anywhere. <laughs> I already fixed that with the lore hub. I just think that's funny. I, I Speaking of lore hub, if you'd like to join the lore <laughs> server where Blue Orchid, myself, and Elemist, and a bunch of other really great lore folk are at. Mm-hmm. You can hit up our link that's tied to the Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you go in the description of our Twitter, and Orchid has it in hers, and I need to make sure I put it in mine because I'm behind on that. I know anyway. Focus, Focus Fire has the link tree on it. That's the easiest way that I've found to keep everything mm-hmm. in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being Guardian. said, oh, go for it. Go for it, Orchid. No, oh, Guardians of War has it pinned on our Twitter page. Cool. as well so we have an invite there that means so that they also have is the I'm image the only pinned. person that means that you have the image pinned to the top of your twitter we do <laughs> yes. it's really really funny yes i feel so accomplished i love it <laughs> i'm here for it oh i've gotten more influx in <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what i oh <laughs> anyways <laughs> Thank you for your time, and until next time, remember, with wisdom we conquer, stand strong, stand tall, and keep exploring. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusedfirechat. Links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelorenetwork.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast, and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire, and may your light shine bright. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.